Would you like to be able to walk in divine health 24-7? Would you like to minister healing to others and not be in the healing line yourself? Would you like to receive the blessings from God every day of your life rather than praying to God for a miracle? Would you like to know how to lead someone to the Lord without having to take them to your pastor? In this podcast, you learn how to receive all these promises from God. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Grace Faith Christian Discipleship, where God changes lives through the hearing of His Word. I'm your host, Gary Preston, and if you decide to subscribe to this podcast and listen to each episode, you will soon learn how to rightly divide the Word of Truth for yourself so that you will see the manifestation of God's grace in every area of your life. At this point, I want to go over and have a look at, um, let me see, I want to have a look at Paul's thorn in the flesh. Robin, I know we covered it last week, but I think it's so important. Uh, With your okay, I'd like to just cover it briefly again today. Is that all right with you, Robin? Oh, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. Okay. Thanks, Robin. All right, Paul's thorn in the flesh. Can we turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and we're going to read from verse 7 to verse 10 and I'll get Gloria, if you will, please, to read that for us. So that was 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and we're going to read from verse 7 down to verse 10. Okay. Okay. Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, least I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in the infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay. You would have heard the word infirmities mentioned twice in that reading. <clears throat> uh, it's mentioned in also back in Second Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 30. It's in chapter 12, verse 5, and then chapter 12, verse 9. That word I went to the Greeks, uh, sorry, the Strong's Concordance, and it's the word A-S-T-H-E-N-I-A, A-S-T-H-E-N-I-A, asthenia, and it's used with five meanings in the Bible at various places in the in the Bible, but in this case, the meaning, one of its meanings, is the word weakness, weakness. W-E-A-K-N-E-S-S. Now we can see confirmation of this word weakness in the meaning in 2 Corinthians 
chapter 12, verse 9. Can you read verse 9, please, Gloria? And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Yeah, made perfect in weakness. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast of my infirmities. Yeah. Okay, wherever it's got the word infirmities, we can substitute the word weakness. And where it's got the word weakness, we can substitute the word infirmities. So... Um, there's been a lot of teaching around <clears throat> that these infirmities were sickness and disease. In fact, Paul lists, lists all, the, all the problems that he had um, in one place, and they were many. There is no mention of sickness and disease whatsoever in his list of problems that he had as he ministered the gospel. So this, in, this word in, infirmities refers to weakness. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 tells us who the thorn in the flesh is. So if you can go to uh, verse 7, it says, A messenger of Satan. That's the word angelos. In other words, it's a demonic spirit working via the Judaizers. It's a spirit behind the people. Evil spirits don't they use people, they come through, they work through people. So in this case, they're working through these Judaizers. And I'll just repeat, the Judaizers were Jews who had converted to Christianity and they think they're doing the right thing, but they're thinking wrong, the wrong knowledge. Okay, the next one is Second Corinthians 12, verse 10. And it says, My grace is sufficient for thee. This is verse 10. You've got verse 10 there, Gloria? Do you want to read it? Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Let's go to verse 8. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. You can see that in verse 8, Paul's making a big mistake. He's turning to God and asking God to do something that God has equipped him to do. Now, if God equips us to do something, then he has given us the authority, the dominion and the power to do it. In fact, because of kingdom law, God can't do what he's empowered us to do. And that's why God turns to Paul, or doesn't actually turn to him, but he says to him, three times Paul asked, and three times God said to him, My grace is sufficient for thee. Like When I first read that, when I was a, uh, a very young Christian, I used to think, you could have done more for the man than that, God, you know? But when you, you know, with a little bit of knowledge, you realise that God's grace, we operate by the grace of God through faith, and everything that God has provided for us, whether it, whether it's um, our finances, our everything that it comes to us that pertains to life and godliness, comes to us by the grace of God, and we appropriate it in our life by faith, and even defending ourselves 
is exactly the same thing. So that's what God's talking about here. He says, my grace is sufficient for thee. Did I make that point sound for you, Robin? That makes sense to me, what you are saying here. I just want to make sure I understand. Is that I used to think what you were talking about, oh, well, God has just sort of left Paul to just deal with this thing, you know. It's just an annoying thing that God actually wants Paul to have. But that's not what he's saying. He's no, saying... exactly. That's exactly what I used to think, Robin. Sorry to interrupt you, but I wanted to disagree oh, with you and tell you that's precisely what I used to think. I used to think, well, quite honestly, I, 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 hope, I hope I'm okay with saying this, God. Uh, you know, I used to think, that's pathetic, God. You know, why couldn't you help the man? And you're just saying, my grace is sufficient for you. You're screaming out for help. Yeah, so carry, go ahead, Robin. Yeah, but that, you know, you listed the one of the first rules of understanding rightly dividing the word is understanding the character of the Father. So once we understand by the full counsel of God the character of the Father, what kind of good father wants his child to walk around with a giant thorn? Yeah. You know, so he, right. he told us to cast out demons. And so if this is yeah. a demon, so cast it out. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a demon that's an op- is operating through people, and these people are these Judaizers. I don't see that Paul is actually confronting them, because they're just following around him, doing their the dirty work for Satan, basically, and then leaving town. And what they're leaving behind is a trail of people who are born-again Christians in the age of grace who have come under the law. And, of course, the law of Moses is the law of sin and death. And, you know, we, we, we see that operating, Robin sees that operating in her ministry through, um, what's your ministry called, Robin? Avalanche, is it? Team. Uh, um, well, Team Avalanche is one, but the one that I'm talking about is Hope Sisters, which is the one for the women that have come out of the abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you Hope, see, Hope Sisters. Yeah, you're seeing you're seeing that today. So even though we're we're, we're studying something uh, right back in the first century, it is the first century, isn't it, Gloria? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first century uh, AD, it's it's still happening today. In fact, it's probably just as prolific today these Judaizers as it was back in Paul's day. So it's really important that we understand this. Mm. I'd like to say a special thank you to my audience. Wherever you may be in the world, God loves you and we love you. If you've got any questions or if you'd just like to encourage us, you can email us at gfcd.sozo at gmail.com. We've run out of time right now, so remember to subscribe to our podcast so you get a reminder of the soon-to-be-released next episode of Grace, Faith, Christian Discipleship, where God changes lives through the hearing of his word. Amen.